0: Welcome to Mouse.News, your source of information from two dudes who love Disney.
1: My name is Garrett. And I'm Kellen. And in this episode, we take a look at the concerns surrounding the return of professional sports amidst the rising COVID cases. And finally, we start to explore future world in Epcot. Here we go.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mouse.News podcast. My name is Garrett. His name is Kellen. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well tonight, Gary. What about you?
0: I am doing well. We're we're doing another nighttime podcast.
1: Yeah, man. You know, when, when the sun goes down, we gotta we gotta do our show and, and that's it.
0: I feel like there's like a Uncle Cracker song that <laughs> has the phrase when the sun goes down.
1: <laughs> we do our show.
0: <laughs> do you think and- Uncle Cracker would record an intro for us on maybe cameo? <laughs>
1: I I don't think he's doing a lot of anything right now, so why not? I mean, probably what do you think you'd want, like a hundred dollars? That's kinda high. <laughs> I know. I'd have to <laughs> we'd have to bargain with him on that.
0: We're gonna haggle on cameo. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but we could land maybe,
0: for sure. Maybe we could get another member of the uh, twisted mother trucker band. <laughs>
1: Do you ever think about, I mean, I have to assume that they're not playing with Kid Rock anymore. Who knows? I don't don't know. know. So yeah, they're probably looking for work too.
0: Yeah. Them and Josie.
1: Oh man. Prayers up for Josie. Too soon? (laughs) Yeah. It's too soon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Kid Rock.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Kid it, Rock man.
0: There's fewer artists more American than Kid Rock.
1: He did such an amazing career pivot. If you think about it, he was the uh the the uh trailer park rapper and now he's uh you know, he's basically the president.
0: I don't think you could have described it any better. <laughs> that that might be 100% accurate. Exactly what happened.
1: He uh quarantine is giving me a lot of time to think about Disney parks and the future of the parks and also what happened to kid rock. That's what's come out of this.
0: Yeah. And the question is what happened? (laughs) That's our new segment. What happened to kid rock? (laughs) We've done a wellness check on him. Do you think he's tweeting? I'm going to check his Twitter right now. All right. Check it out. (laughs) See what kind of tweets he's got. He's probably only got Facebook. (laughs) He's, pro- <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably, it's probably it only.
0: But um, uh, let's see. Uh, the last was what? So Kid Rock, April. Okay, I don't understand this. Uh, so Kid Rock is pro mask. Oh, good, good. Um, <laughs> that was that was slightly unexpected.
1: Yeah, I'm completely thrown off by that.
0: Uh let's see, what else? Um April eleventh he tweeted out the cor- this coronavirus might change your life. This documentary will Rain Man Twins. What? Uh so apparently Kid Rock is spending his quarantine watching documentaries on Amazon Prime. <laughs> just, just living it up, man. He's living his best life. Uh, February 5th, he has a photo of him golfing yep. next to
1: Donald Trump. Yeah.
0: he's he's not, Kid Rock's not even wearing a polo.
1: <laughs> you have to wear a collar. He's like, no, the American flag around my chest is fine.
0: He's wearing a shirt that says, Bull, and then someone's face.
1: <laughs> what? Oh, we always... I mean, I'm happy that Kid Rock is is doing okay. I think you know, it's been a little little time off, but we seem to start almost every show lately with coronavirus updates, and I think more than ever, as we're approaching the 11th, uh, we should touch base on that.
0: All right, do you have it?
1: Do I do I have one? The coronavirus. Virus? I don't think so, and that, in a strange way, is um, an acceptable answer, I guess. Now. You know, I can I, have it, and not even know it. So I don't. That think, is true. I, I don't think I do. Um, how are,
0: how are we supposed to test ourselves? Where's the test?
1: We need it, We need a test. We need handheld, like pocket sized tests, um, and I need temperature checks. We need
0: all the temperature checks
1: on myself. Yes, yes. yes. If I can, if I can do those things, I'll be good. But um, no, I. It, as we kind of mentioned off air, it seems like well, it doesn't seem like it. It is the the cases of spike again, but what, what's what's kind of alarming is that you know we got theme parks to open pretty soon, and with all, especially in Florida, with all the cases going up over here, I mean it's raising some concerns for for cast members.
0: Do you remember at one point MLB was gonna actually play their games only in Arizona, Florida, and Texas?
1: I I didn't know that, but that is astonishing.
0: Yeah, that was an idea. Not anymore. Clearly,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, when this whole thing started, it seemed like Florida. I can't speak for the other states, but Florida had a pretty good handle on it, like surprisingly well. Um, but of course, it's the opposite now.
0: Yeah, Florida's Florida's not looking good. They're breaking records left and right.
1: They love it. If you're not first, you're last.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't make the rules, man. I'm mean, reporting the news. Um, That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I, I guess what I were, I mean, it seems like Disney is full steam ahead, um, on opening the parks and like in a crazy turn of events, I remember talking to you about, is it safe? It's set to open the parks. I feel like Disney might be the safest place in Florida at this point. And I'm like, I'm only like 20% joking about that.
0: It's, it's going to be interesting. So the Disney resorts have opened, so yeah. all that's going on. I believe park previews are coming up this weekend, maybe next weekend. Right. Uh, it's, it's coming up real quick. And at the same time, a bunch of NBA teams and Major League Soccer teams are coming down to, well, play sports.
1: Right. Entering the bubble.
0: They're entering the bubble. And some of them entering the bubble have coronavirus.
1: Well. No, I I think that a lot lot of players have tested positive, right? But that's why we're doing this now to kind of hopefully keep them quarantined for two weeks before they actually step foot in the bubble. My guess is every
0: sport is going to get through maybe three games total before they have to shut down again.
1: Yeah, that's my biggest fear with this is, like, I was super excited to learn that the NBA is coming back, but I I, th- I think you're right, man, um, and, like, it sucks wicked bad, but um, I see this, yeah, I see this shutting down again, so I'm, like, kind of excited, I guess, but th- that's just going to be awful if they shut it down. Like, that's going to be such a, such a defeat, you know? Yeah. Um, and- It's fascinating
0: because the Milwaukee Bucks joined the big list of other teams that had to shut down their practice facilities this week. Right. Um, Along with the Nets, the Clippers, maybe Denver? Uh,
1: Denver or Utah, like one of those teams out west there. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, what that basically means is somebody, at least one person tested positive and I guess they just got to clean everything out, right?
0: Yep. Uh the first MLS game was supposed to be yesterday. That had to be canceled because too many players had COVID.
1: Wow. Did so, I didn't know that?
0: Yeah, it is I and like don't even we're not even starting to talk about baseball yet. Baseball seems like it's yeah. got its own whole mess of problems.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, where I, I know the uh I know ML the MLS is supposed to be in Disney but like do you know where exactly
0: I have no idea the all-star
1: resort I hope so they got a nice football field right in the middle of the resort
0: is it football or football
1: no double O, double O. okay um real football just (laughs) real football uh uh, but you can just throw a couple you know nets on each end and you'll be good um yeah I, I worry that that's the case Garrett and like I, I don't have the number in front of me, but I think the NBA paid Disney 150 million. Wow! For this project. Okay, I, I could I could be off. Um, but like, if you're Disney, right? I I got thinking about this. I'm kind of going off topic a little bit, but how much money do you think the Orlando Resort lost over three months? You think it's more than 150 million? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my point is Disney really needs this to happen, too, to make back at least some of the cash they lost, you know? Yeah, I I think
0: if the NBA season happens, it's going to be really fun to watch. It's going to be, you know, we're going to hear the players on the court. They're going to be, I think it's going to be a little more fun. Although I did, I don't know if you heard this story, (laughs) but... There's plenty of teams, I think it's the Pacers actually that I read about, are gonna basically purposefully bomb out so they don't get into the playoffs.
1: Wow. Just so they can be like, hey, thanks, and then just go home.
0: Yep, so they can get ready for next season.
1: That doesn't surprise me, man. I mean if you're yeah, if you're a team like the Pacers, I'm thinking of like the the seventh seed, the eight I mean the the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, half the team isn't even going. You know, so like, yeah, just get out of there and, and just get healthy for December, I guess. That's the plan.
0: You know, that means the Wizards were coming out the East.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wizards, Celtics and the ECF. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we have to be cautiously optimistic, man. I mean, we've we I'm just thinking about like, I don't know. Three weeks ago, you and I were recording like all happy about this. And now we're kind of changing, change our tune, you know, like we're kind of worried that it's it's going to fail.
0: Yeah. And I think that's going to be really heartbreaking.
1: It Absolutely. Absolutely. But
0: speaking of things that are heartbreaking, uh-huh. actually, I don't know. I don't know if it is. It is kind of heartbreaking to walk into Epcot these days. It's kind of sad. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> a, a pretty smooth transition. I think every, every week we get better at these. It's oh, heartbreaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, Epcot, Epcot. is a mess right now, and yeah. Epcot was my absolute favorite park as a kid. I loved it.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. And I and I made this point before on this on this show. Um. It if you. If this is like your tenth time going to Epcot, it's like whatever. You walk by the construction, you've already made your memories. But if you, if you're visiting Epcot for the first time, you know this year, you'd be disappointed just because. I mean, you know, you, you got to expect there's a little bit of construction, but it was all over the place in um in Future World, so it, it took it took away from a lot of the magic. I mean, the uh, the countries look great, um, but the um when you wrote when you walk in it's just like oh, well, it it looks bad right now it it is a mess
0: mm-hmm. and that's really really unfortunate because epcot is their anniversary is coming up real soon
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh they opened october 1st 1982 yep. uh Epcot actually stands for the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. When Walt was thinking of building Epcot, he legitimately thought he was going to be able to build the city of tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and then like, and he's like, "Wait a minute, we have to put people in this place, and like, they're going to do what people do, and they had to, they had to kind of change course, right?"
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, Walt was never able to actually see Epcot. Uh, he, he passed away beforehand uh, before it opened. Um, but I mean, I don't, there's Epcot Epcot is now the place to get drunk.
1: Yes. Yes. And they are super effective at that. Um, and it's a lot of fun, right? But like, my attitude about epcot is yeah as an adult i love it because yeah you can drink and like i love learning about the countries i think that's awesome but like the the idea of the idea of progression and technology um in unity, I think, like like community, right? I mean, it's in the title, right? Um, is really appealing to me as well. I mean, because like you get you get things like the land pavilion, right, where it's all about like agriculture and just kind of exploring the planet, which is awesome, like preservation and stuff, right? And then you learn about the oceans, etc. Then you get the future, the future world aspect of it with space. It just all kind of like it brings together like everything that's kind of happening. I don't know if this is the word, but like developmentally, right now, in like our Culture, I want to say, into this one place, and um, I, I like it for that reason. Not to mention the area music just kills me every time I go. I love it, like the uh, especially around Spaceship Earth. Like it's just so iconic. Um, it, it's it's a great place. I just hope that you know by the end of this year, you know who knows, right? Every day there's something new, but the Epcot can kind of get back to the place that I fell in love with years and years ago. So like, you know, I'm hoping that the construction gets back on track and that people can actually have places to like walk and enjoy all of like the uh the topiaries and and all the like the the beautiful landscaping that they have there, um which is just makes it a lot of fun.
0: So so actually let's start with Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. I I love the Spaceship Earth way more than Cinderella's Castle. Uh whatever yeah. Hollywood studios
1: has as an icon and oh, that, that's a whole other podcast discussion. Let's table that for uh for our Hollywood studios episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an entire episode dedicated to trying to figure out what is the icon of Hollywood studios.
1: I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome.
0: We're going to follow that up actually after our next episode, which is our best bells. We're going to come back to that subject.
1: Best bells. And then, um, what happened to pro sports? Cause it's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be the summary. <laughs> uh,
0: I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> but Spaceship Earth, Spaceship Earth has, you know, it is iconic. It is really cool looking. And when I think of the world of tomorrow, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Spaceship
1: Earth is supposed to be. Do do you mean like like the building or the attraction? Like what do you mean? Uh, let's start with the the building
0: itself. Okay. okay. Uh, it is supposed to be the the you know community of tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know what this giant orb is with no windows.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a golf ball, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a
0: water tower.
1: Yeah, I. I don't know the reason behind the shape. You know, like I think, I'm thinking symbolically with the circle and like the globe aspect. And like I get that, but why it's like a golf ball, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure the information's out there, but I'm not sure why that was a design idea.
0: I am Googling why is spaceship Earth a ball? Right. Uh, it's a geodesic sphere, sphere, whatever, yep. that serves as the symbolic structure of Epcot. Um, it's based off an architectural design first created at the 1967 world's fair okay uh it's meant to be an architectural marvel of its time i guess but like that doesn't make sense right. it's not functional <laughs> like,
1: well like if you consider what's inside of it right it's like a slow roller coaster that that just kind of like spiral staircases up and then goes down you know like that works but i guess yeah like we're trying to figure out why it looks like a golf ball like uh, what's cool. its purpose yeah what's exactly what's the purpose like it looks cool i love it don't get me wrong like we, we both are in agreement about that but like did was somebody like oh it looks like the future if it's like a silver golf ball and they're like yeah it's it's one of those 70s kind
0: of even though it opened yeah before then it right. feels like a 70s thing.
1: Yeah, like they thought it was a super good idea. It's like a disco ball.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll start. We, we go into Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth, I enjoy it for the nostalgia. But it's definitely shown its age.
1: Yeah, I mean, nostalgia is a great point. I mean, every time I go to Disney, we... of the time go to Epcot first and the first thing we do is when we go through the gates we take our picture in front of Spaceship Earth and then we ride Spaceship Earth first Um, it's kind of it's kind of tradition so like for me yeah it's like it's like when you get to Disney like you know you're there when you when you feel that AC hit you getting in the queue for Spaceship Earth I'm with you on that
0: there is so that they've been obviously talking about updating Spaceship Earth I don't know if or what they're actually doing now, thanks to due to COVID and the construction stopping. But hopefully, it it looks like the downtime for Spaceship Earth won't be as long as it used to be, but also at the same time, not really, uh, not, not as nice as it possibly can be.
1: Yeah, like, I guess I'd like to see the timetable now for when these projects are going to resume, if they haven't already. You know, I mean, if they're trying to go for the big, like, anniversary opening, yeah, it might, it might change. But part of me is kind of like, just keep it closed. It's like, give us what you intended it to be.
0: That would be great. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, though.
1: You think they'll just kind of, like, give you, like, the uh, the the, half, the 50% version? They'll Toy Story land it. Which no, is... don't say that. Don't don't. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't take anymore this year. I can't take anymore. We're gonna lose the NBA and then like spaceship Forever. Break be, like half the size, you know? <laughs> and it's just a giant woody. What if they brought back do you
0: were you an MTV kid? Yeah. Do you remember the Rock and Jock? Oh yeah. <laughs> NBA's cancelled, but guess what? Rock and Jock is back. <laughs>
1: With, like, <laughs> Bill Bellamy. And Dan Cortez. <laughs> oh, we need that. Or, like, the yeah, the NBA's, like, um, not the Rising Star Challenge, but the celebrity game. Like, just have Justin Bieber go out there and play. He doesn't – he's not going to get COVID.
0: Guy Fieri, Kid Rock. <laughs> you know what? You know what we have to do for next episode? I have to pull up the list of Rockin' rock Jack players, and we'll have to do our top five – Best rock and jock <laughs> players of all time.
1: All right, that's the, if the NBA gets canceled, that's our episode. If people, Sounds great. People are expecting to hear about Disney. It's not going to happen.
0: They're going to hear. They're going to hear about the infamous fifty-point shot.
1: <laughs> Carmelo Electra taking the fifty-point shot.
0: How? How? Like I've looked for rock and jock on YouTube and. It just doesn't exist. Like they have highlights. It just, it's,
1: it's gone. It's, it's been, erased. Yeah. been erased.
0: Yeah. Erased from history.
1: Wow. All right. So
0: we go through Spaceship Earth and we'll talk about some of the new stuff coming in at the end of the show. But let's say we take a right. Okay. What do we, what do we got in Future World West?
1: Um, Future World West is my, my favorite part of the – like the Future World District, I'll call it, of Epcot, because I love I love the seas and the land pavilions. Um, I mean, aquariums are awesome. Everybody knows that, right? But you get your Nemo attraction uh, in there as well. Um, but I just, I like the idea of preservation, kind of going along with the Animal Kingdom theme, right? Preservation and knowledge, right? Like, it's it's hard to sell people on a theme park where like, oh, you're going to go to learn. Nobody wants that, right? But Disney pulls it off, right? You, you get to go to... The aquarium and you learn about these animals right you get that really cool um the seas with nemo and friends ride right so everybody's feeling good then you learn about animals it's awesome the same can be said about the land like everybody not everybody when you rope drop you do one of two things or excuse me one of three things now you either go to soren test track or frozen right but soren is is awesome for for so many reasons but you, again that whole land pavilion <clears throat> excuse me Centers around learning about the globe and the community that is our, our planet, right? Um, including the agricultural aspect as well. So, I, I love this little corner, I spend most of my time in this corner. Um, it's just got a lot of little cool things that, that make it really great.
0: What is your favorite part of living with the land?
1: The, okay, I don't know if you're making fun of me or not right now, but I love that ride. I love. I know it. you do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're, if you're teasing me. Um, I, I like seeing all the food grow. <laughs> I do. All right. I like when you I like when you come around there and you get all the stuff. The uh, oh my goodness, I, I can't remember the the term hydroponics. I believe everything is just like floating there and they're growing these plants. It's amazing, and then you can eat that food at the garden grill. They just pick it. They just bring it upstairs. It's awesome, and it smells great too.
0: Have you ever paid extra for the Behind the Seeds tour? No,
1: no, no. I, no, I, I, I can shamefully admit that I have not.
0: You can but, get an up close look at four greenhouses. That's sick. You can experience a sensory challenge with herbs and spices, dude. There's a ladybug release, a vegetable taste test. That doesn't sound safe. <laughs>
1: like we just picked these and i like cool what are they we don't know <laughs> it's like
0: that episode of the Simpsons when Homer became a farmer and yeah. he made Tamako <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah that's what we're dealing with right now I would do it though I would do it
0: well if you're if you're willing to pay $25 Tw-
1: $25 that's all the costs
0: for the behind the seeds tour
1: that's nothing that that's amazing like these tours usually are like a buck fifty like an animal kingdom those like private tours are so expensive twenty five dollars wow but it's just seeds well it might be yeah I mean it might be just seeds but you can try you can try something that they don't even know what it is
0: that is true you can see how exotic crops and
1: gigantic fruits are grown without soil that's it yes that's what I was talking about yeah <laughs> so like you can no soil there's no dirt All right. You look, you look at the, the roots and you're like, what? This thing's, and and, you know, the boat, like the other guests are going around you. They're so, they're jealous of you, right? Because you, you paid the $25 to get the private tour. And you're just like, (laughs) you know, like, like keep moving. Right. And you get to try the food. The land pavilion smells great to begin with anyway, because they have the, the uh, food court down at the bottom there. So like this just, man, I'm getting so excited just talking about this. You're getting
0: amped. I haven't heard you this amped since.
1: I don't even know. <laughs> since they said the NBA was coming back, I yeah, was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I do love the land pavilion. It's, it's so much fun.
0: the The land pavilion is one of those sort of nice, relaxing, take a break areas. And I mean, who doesn't love an aquarium?
1: Yeah, seriously. And it's, it's not just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an aquarium, but when you tie that into like our, you know, your favorite Disney characters with Finding Nemo, um, and, and turtle talk with crushes in there. So there's something to do with the kids too. If you have young kids looking for like a cool attraction. So it's like, it just, what a nice spot. So we
0: also have in future world West, Mm -hmm. one of the more controversial Rides, which is the reimagining of journey into imagination
1: <laughs> <It's>
0: controversial <laughs> uh people people are always upset about it they they don't like the the version of figment that they see it's not as great uh it's not as fun as it used to be
1: well they took they took out that character called the Dream finder. Which I think um, a lot of, didn't sell well with a lot of people. So you had Figment and then your boy, the Dreamfinder, but he got, he got fired a long time ago. Um, I, I like Figment. I, I'm pro Figment. Um, he's cute, he loves the five senses, and he encourages people to just do what they do best use your imagination. And, like, I really appreciate that about him. The ride's fun. You know, you get to see, like, Robin Williams do his flubber thing. Rick Moranis, like, all the great Disney scientists. But um, <laughs> All
0: right. Hang on. Top five Disney scientists. Okay. <laughs> top five Disney scientists. Yeah, or, I'm sorry. You're Mount Rushmore of Disney
1: scientists. <laughs> that's a that's – a, that, okay. Disney scientists. Oh, now I – well, I just said Rick Moranis and, and Robin Williams. I mean, that's two, right? I can't think of any more Disney scientists. Uh, do we count Muppets? Oh, like Beaker and uh, and Bunsen? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Bunsen. Yeah. <laughs> Bunsen but, could count. He's a Disney. Yeah, he's a Disney scientist. Um, That's a great question.
0: I am. I'm currently looking right now. <laughs> Uh looks like <laughs> Professor Bannister. Hmm. Who's that? I thought that was from the Goofy movie based on the small, small thumbnail image. But yeah, <laughs>
1: that's from Phineas and Ferb. So, OK, small thumbnail uh, image. Do you, Garrett, do you like the journey into imagination or is that something that you kind of you save your time? and You walk by. I walk by. I'll okay. be honest.
0: I walk by it. Um
1: Yeah. Next time you're there, man, give it a spit. Like do it like late at night. Like when you're you're tired, you just want to go, you just want to go back to your room. Just do do the figment ride.
0: Would they let me on while I'm eating a turkey leg?
1: You probably have to finish it before you get on. But that I'll hide it. <laughs> yeah, just it's fine, just hide it. <clears throat> I'll just
0: hide it under my shirt.
1: Yeah. It's- <laughs> Nobody's, nobody's. Your face mask is completely covered in like uh, sauce, <laughs> like turkey grease. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome.
0: And and you've already you've already mentioned this, but Future World West mm-hmm. also has what I would argue is one of the most popular rides in all of Disney, which is soren
1: Yeah, what what a what a fun ride. You know, just like it, just it's it's a it's like Flight of Passage. It kind of like chills me out yep Does that makes sense? Yep, it, is. it is a softer version of flight of passage in the music like that oh man it's awesome that was a great interpretation you hear it you hear it going in i can see it right now right like that we talk about how the line cues now are part of the attraction i have no idea what the line cue is like at soaring because i always fast pass it so i just know it's like a blue they call it like the concourse just a blue hallway it always feels so cold because the air conditioner, I'm a big fan of the AC, right? Going back to the last, uh, last episode, it's just it's, it's so much fun to walk that hallway knowing you're going to go on such a relaxing attraction.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's not really a lot for the queue. The queue is pretty boring. It's yeah, pretty it, empty.
1: Yeah. If we're being honest, it's just like they got to pack a bunch of people um, yeah. into one place.
0: All right. So we, we leave Future World West and we make our way to Future World East, mm-hmm. which features really only two attractions at this point,
1: but Test it, Track
0: and you know, Mission
1: Space. And, you know, I'm not a big Mission Space guy. You know, we, we talked before about – I mean, I did it once. Cool. I and mean, I know you did it. You almost lost your eyesight. So, like, you say you've done it <laughs> and – like that—that's cool. I mean, there are thrill seekers out there that like that feeling. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's just not for me. But um, I mean, we will be getting the space restaurant, so that might be something to check out when it when it opens as well. But I mean, I mean, really, in Guardians of the Galaxy, my goodness. Um, so it's another thing that we'll be able to t- to see. But I mean, I guess you're going to Future World East for Test Track, right?
0: Yeah, I I would say I don't think. Mission space, in my opinion, doesn't feel like a big thrill ride. Um yeah. like I get I can totally see people getting sick on it, but yeah, there is nothing that was super scary. I I I I will probably always find a way to ride that ride. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> test track. So one of my very first trips to Disney World was <laughs> Literally two days before Test Track first opened.
1: Oh, wow. I was
0: super bummed out.
1: Do you do you like that as an adult? Test Track, I mean? <clears throat> it's okay. Yeah. I think it could be better. Um, I kind of like the old version better.
0: Yeah, I would say the <laughs> same.
1: We're like, you know, it's not all digital looking. I like being able to build your own car. I think that's really fun. And like actually testing it out. But I kind of the uh, how they at least try to make it look real for like a minute, you know, instead of just having all like the laser lights and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was – it's another one of those rides that I think the original version was better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, not much you can do. <laughs> I think that if, if you're like a casual Test Track fan, like like it sounds like we are – you know a good a good Disney hack is just to single ride. It you yeah. know if you don't 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 use a fast pass on that if you just like if you're whatever about it jump in that single rider line you're not going to ride with your friend probably but um you'll get the experience you'll get to go super fast around there and you can kind of like hang out in the the Chevrolet showroom at the end which is really kind of cool um and you don't have to use a fast pass for it. so you can still get a thrilling ride a fun ride it, it, it really is I like test track but. I wouldn't use a fast pass for it now. Or you could get a real car. You could drive a real car. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of understand like you go 65 miles an hour in that ride and everybody's like, whoa. But I mean, you do that in the highway like every day. Yep. Yep.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, I would also say, and I'm
0: disappointed that the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is taking the place of one of my favorite rides as a kid which was the universe of energy ride. Is it really? I, yeah. (laughs) Like I remember it very fondly. Yeah, There was Bill Nye and Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. It it was Ellen's energy adventure. Um, Yep. uh, Yeah. I, (laughs) I still have chills thinking about it. (laughs) To be honest.
1: (laughs) Talk about that. Was it just, I mean, Bill Nye is, deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore of Disney scientists. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Is, was it like, you're, oh, you're learning so much, was it the dinosaurs? I just love dinosaurs, and yeah.
0: one of the dinosaurs sneezes water onto the guests. <laughs> There's a stegosaurus fighting. Yep, It's just all good stuff. <laughs> it's, it's all good vibes. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I was really feeling it. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, I just remember being there with my family and that was one of my favorite
1: attractions at Epcot. (laughs) But that it's, you know, man, like that's the magic of Disney. It's like some people would never even think to, to see that. Right. But like for you, that's like a, such a big deal, you know, and there's so many of those big deals throughout the park for everyone. You know, that's what, that's what keeps us going back.
0: We just got to keep going back. That's it. Um so before we kind of leave Future World for the evening, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about what's supposed to be coming in. Again, you had already mentioned the spaceship restaurant.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, the the I'm not sure. Like I'm going to go and I want to check it out because like space isn't really my thing. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where if I think about it for too much, like I get, you know, you got kind of get sick. Um, It's overwhelming. So like, I'm not sure that like having a meal when I'm floating around space would make me feel really good. But like, I think I'd like to go to the bar and just experience it, get a cool space drink and then be like, all right, checked it off the list.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think the restaurant will be that good. Like I don't think the food will be good. But I think the atmosphere will be good. I think it'll be a nice way to experience Galaxy's Edge without having to pay for Galaxy's Edge. uh, Or not Galaxy's Edge, I'm sorry, the Star Wars Hotel.
1: I'd imagine similar technology will be used, right? You're you're supposed to feel like you're in space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But we'll see. I, I think it's pretty close to being finished.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be stunning. Like I can't wait to uh like I'll be watching the YouTube videos about it and stuff. Like it's going to look amazing. But like um I'm trying to think of we'll be our guest, for example, right? It looks amazing. It's beautiful in there. But I just kind of like uh, it's it's just not on my to-do list anymore. So, I feel like this might be one of those things, where I appreciate it. Like it's awesome. But I'm not going to I'm not going to use like a Disney dining point there, for example
0: what if they launch you into space like mission space
1: while I'm while I'm eating or like when you're done either one okay well yeah because like they'd have to they'd have to put a harness over your shoulders so (laughs) I yeah I'd be in yeah I mean I mean as long as they let me know you know like oh we're gonna launch now I'd be like okay yep then you just eat (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's just back to a normal dining experience you just eat
0: yep but uh, let's actually real quick um, play taps for some of the closures that took place in 2019
1: okay we had the electric umbrella oh yeah yeah, that was a cool spot club cool You could try all gross soda from all over the world.
0: Mouse Gear, which was just temporarily moved.
1: Yeah, Mouse Gear is a cool gift shop.
0: The Fountain of Nations.
1: Oh, that's that's sad. That is sad because that's a cool fountain. Colortopia. Mm. Hmm. I don't know about that. I'm not sure I really care much about that.
0: Yep. And uh, yeah, all that was replaced for, well, we don't know because – yeah. There, there's supposed to be a, a new entranceway coming into Epcot. It's good. Based on the pictures, it looks really cool. But again, with a lot of the art that comes out of Disney World, I have to say it looks always so much better than it turns out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. And it, it's, it'll be there in due time. I, I think that especially like to kind of bring everything full circle with like the Spaceship Earth res, um, renovations i just feel like once the parks open i guess it's next week right um and they kind of see how everything goes slowly but surely they will they'll get the construction back on schedule we'll see all these things in, in full you know full force for sure it's just obviously pushed back i guess we'll call it four months you know so well, yeah. hopefully in the grand scheme of things it's not too bad
0: and the last thing that we'll touch on before we head off is – which is supposed to be – well, we haven't even talked about the Guardians, right? But I feel like we've talked about that a few times. Sure. Um, the Play Pavilion.
1: Um, yeah. I, I mean admittedly, I, I think I've only been in that building like once. Um, it's, it's not really – that is something I don't even look at when I walk by. I just, <laughs> I just go right by it. Um, so I really don't have much to say about the play pavilion. Do you have any experience with that one? No. Um, so oh, it's, uh, sorry, I'm thinking of something else. My goodness. It's not even open. Nope.
0: It yeah. hasn't even started construction yet.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking about something else. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it was. it's going into the wonders of life pavilion. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, it says it's going to be bursting with interactive experiences. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means, but one of the biggest issues that we've talked about time and time again with Disney world is when you're setting up something that's supposed to be based in the future, the future always comes and it's really hard to stay futuristic. And Disney experienced that when they opened up their arcade, uh, Disney quest and Disney Springs, which was a complete and total failure. Yeah. So I I do worry that the play pavilion is going to be out of date in five years.
1: Yeah, that's, that's legit. I mean, it's, it's possible. I mean, depending on, do we know the details about what is going inside when it was like first unveiled? They just said a
0: lot of interactive elements. It looked like a right. mix of design based on Wreck-It Ralph inside yeah. out, and it looks like there's some character meet and greets inside
1: that all right so if there's a lot of meet and greets then like that will keep the building open and maybe if they use like a lot of the projection walls and stuff like in some of the attractions they can keep it fresh but yeah i mean if they have a cool experience it'll it'll certainly be outdated i agree with you on that
0: <laughs> and and it'll be hard because there's going to be a lot of people. There's always a lot of people at Disney World, and if it's a pavilion that is meant to have people doing individual things, yeah, I think it'll be real difficult.
1: For sure, for sure. I, I, that's that's going to be an interesting one. I'm excited for it. Um, again, I completely whiffed on that. I thought we were talking about a different uh, spot in the park. Um, so when it does open, I, I definitely want to ex- experience that at least to at least to see the types of technology and, and to kind of see if it can be sustained. And we got to deliver hot takes. Oh yeah, we're, we're always good for those. You know, that's going to be, so we got a little bit of time before that opens. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what they unveil.
0: Me too. So with everything that's currently open at Epcot, before we go, what is your go-to ride? What is your favorite ride in all of Future World?
1: Um, It's, Whoa, wow. Now that I'm like, I have the map pulled up in front of me here. <clears throat> it's either Soren, or Spaceship Earth. Or the land, okay. living with the land. That's so hard. Or if the seas with Nemo and friends. I, I know I can't say they're all my favorite. I will say Soren.
0: Okay, that's a good choice. I think that's a, a very uh, respectable option. <laughs> I would go with Spaceship Earth only because <laughs> of just its... One of a kind. It's a classic. And maybe one day they'll explain what the heck that giant building is supposed to be.
1: Maybe one day.
0: Maybe. But maybe not.
1: (laughs) But maybe not.
0: (laughs) Could go either way. Not sure.
1: That's awesome. That's what makes it fun, right? Absolutely.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. So if this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, other places that give you podcasts right to your phone or Android device, whatever that is. Uh, You can find us at DudeFluencer on Facebook and Twitter. Every Tuesday, we have new episodes coming coming out. So make sure you visit us at dudefluencer.com to make sure that you always get the latest up-to-date mouse news hot takes. For Kellen, my name is Garrett. We hope you have a wonderful evening. Good night.